0: Welcome back to Two C's with a Pod. Kind of um, little little change up there for you, you know. I, I mm-hmm. want to keep things fresh. Yeah. Um, and the pause, the pause is back. I think we the, the, pause, the pause is back. Yeah. I mean, we're I do. To, we're okay. I do have a couple of things I'd like to rant on today. Um, this is your day to rant. Kind of, Get it fortunately, out. Fortunately, well, some of these rants make me sound like uh, like you. Um, right. Yeah, I know. This but I do want to uh, I want to follow back up because you know we talked our, our last episode was about your uh, hiatus from Twitter yeah and uh that didn't last too long Matt I do see that you got the you got the uh the padlock next to your uh next um, to your, so tell me what your strategy is here what are what are we doing we're we're dipping our toe back in the water but it's mostly gonna... that
1: yes i I think you know I think cold turkey is obviously any time when you're doing something that is you know something that obviously is, you know, a part of your life for quite a while. It's tough, you know, and so yeah, and I think, for me, it's always gone back to and and really, for me, the, the the best part of it has always been the connections and relationships and folks that you learn, and, and you have genuine, you know, friendships and, and really know. And there is Problem, and you can only
0: do so many podcasts, right? So You can only like, do so many podcasts? You can't have a podcast with everybody you've got a genuine connection with on there. Mm, of course not, right. So, this is a special thing between yeah. me and you. Like, I don't want to cheapen it in any way.
1: Yeah. So, like, it, it's, it's a place where I've met these folks, and it's, like, the only place I speak to these folks. Now, there's, I think now that when you call someone a genuine friend i think if one place is the only place that you really communicate and and it's definitely if it's a social media place then then you got to be careful about that right so these are still people that yes i have their phone number i've met them in you know irl right i'll use the i you know parlance of our time or in real life these are people that i would again consider to be friends um but the way we've always communicated and the way we've done it has been in direct messages, like in it privately, you know, in a group. And that group, it's it's got three guys in it in particular. And that's really a tough one for me to leave completely behind, which then opens the door for the regular timeline and all the rest of the things, which is always going to be a, a temptation for me. What I am trying to do, man, and I I hope that, you know, again, you know, you always hope you do better than the time before, you know, and that's true learning, right? And that's all you can do, is that again, I I try to avoid the pitfalls and the struggles that I have have had on it, the negative pieces, and then, yeah, and and accentuate the positive parts. And if, and, and one thing that I've definitely done too, is that the people that I do communicate primarily with on there, I'm really working on finding other ways to do that if that makes yeah. sense, you know. Well, no, of-
0: I totally get it because uh I mean I'm I'm in a fantasy football league that I haven't been competitive in in 9 years and the only reason why I'm still in yeah. that league is that's the only that's the only uh, form of communication that I have with with these guys that I've Double known since high exactly. school, college, you know, right after college. So, you know, I totally get it and you know, I mean it even goes back as far as um you know, our, our, mutual friend that I went to, uh, to California with for the, uh, the chiefs game. Right. Yeah. So, you know, how tight we were with real Phil and, and stuff like that. Right. Well, I don't really see him because I am not a chief season ticket holder anymore. No. So those yeah. guys, they see him 10 times a week or 10 times a year, but they're also making plans for, Hey, Friday night, let's do this. Or Hey, over the weekend, Hey, come to this. When you're, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Right? If you're not there, if you're not part of that group, you're not being included in that stuff. Right? Like they're not going, like, all right, hey, we're all out here tailgating, uh, you know, throwing bags. Hey, let's invite Andy to come over to wherever on Friday. And I and I don't take any offense to that. Stuff, no, of course not. I'm just saying, I'm just using it as a point that if you are not in those conversations and you're not in that place to be in those conversations, and that's the environment where that stuff is done, then that's that's where that stuff is and if you remove yourself from that situation then you do miss out on on those things so yeah i don't um you know don't uh you know i just noticed you were back on yeah um yeah and so i wanted wanted to ask you about it um like didn't that. notice that you've got that locked
1: i've been trying it, to kind of stay locked i go back and forth with it a little bit you know so so what's uh, yeah. locked
0: do it doesn't let people like comment on your if you're not a follower, then you wouldn't
1: see my content, right? Yeah. So you know, if you don't follow yeah. me, and then what it does when you're locked is, is that you then have to like, you can't just randomly follow me either. It, it goes to follower requests. And then you, you yeah, you get to approve you, or you allow yeah. them to be there or not. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's a, it's an it's a different thing. And it is a good way of doing it. I mean, it is a good way of kind of, you know, filtering you know, some of the stuff that you don't want, you know, and it allows you a little more safety to say things because you figure, you know, the people that do follow you. And, you know, if it is people that you've relatively followed you for a while, then they know you at, at least enough to, <laughs> to, to, to know what you're, what's coming. Right. If that makes sense. And maybe I don't know.
0: Well, well, welcome back. Kind of. Hey, yeah.
1: Partially uh, in the social yeah. media world. I'm always curious yeah. what's happening on Facebook and all those other places and Instagram um, I dabble in them in my other my, in my nonprofit work. I like to say that now; well, it's very last, fancy.
0: Uh, last question on this: um, yeah. true or false? Elon reached out to you personally and asked you mm-hmm. to come back. Said the platform's not the same without you. Need you back? Is that I, true or false? That's listen, a rumor.
1: These people deal very heavily in NDAs, and I take them very seriously. Understood. So I'm know just gonna, um, no comment.
0: Withdrawn.
1: <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> So uh I want to hear about you. I, I know yeah, there's you know, a couple of things you, uh, that are super important that
0: you have been on the the the, the march about is yeah. uh healthcare and insurance and the scam and stuff like that. And yeah. I feel like over the last few weeks that I have been exposed to the scam. Ah. Oh. Um, I am, uh, as you know, most of our listeners actually know us, but I am 46 years old, yeah, and I have never had you don't look, I don't look a day over over 45 and a half, (laughs) except
1: (laughs) just so it's a it's a you know, it's it's a people can't see you right now, but just right, right, they know you look handsome, yeah,
0: Yeah. voice for radio, or a face for radio, so I, um. You know, I, I, ever since, uh, you know, we've talked about Venna on this show and ever since Venna's passing, I am very faithful to going for my annual checkup. Yeah. I, I, I go to one, I schedule the next year. Go and just, yeah. you know, put it on the calendar. So it, it's it's just scheduled. So, you know, I always go. And so my doctor's like, well, you need to get your hearing checked. You need to get your eyes checked. You wow. know, that type of stuff right yeah. now i've never worn glasses before sure okay so i go into the optometrist and you know they they do all their things and they put that thing on you and they're like okay which looks better one or two one or two you know and they're doing all this shit one right two, two, one, one. Two, one, two. okay how about from this distance one <laughs> two one two and i'm like ah fuck. i don't i don't know i guess one you know okay you know could be blurry but just which one's better right so right. one two one two so, we get done. She's like, "Well, you've had a good run, but uh, you're going to need glasses." Wow! And I'm like, "Oh, okay." She's like, "Yeah, you know, up front, you know, you know, this is this is you without help. This is you with the help, you know. And if you're on your computer and your phone, you know, you, you need these progressive lenses. Are you familiar with progressive lenses, Matt?" Me? No, no. Okay, so what a progressive lens does is, let's say that I hold my phone here. And then my computer is out here and a book is here. Okay. So, um, three inches, six inches, a foot, you know, 18 yeah. inches, whatever. And then I've got way, way out. Sure. So I don't need glasses for driving and seeing road signs and stop lights and stuff like that, you know, and, but I it's blurry when, or according to this little gimmick, so. They, uh, uh. they, they put me in these glasses with these lenses, these progressive lenses. So basically, what I'm supposed to do is when I have the glasses on, if I want to read my phone, I gotta like look down, and if I want to look at my computer, I gotta look here, and then I gotta look up to do this, you know, and all this. Wow. Okay. And they're they're supposedly take time to get used to them. I look like goddamn Stevie Wonder on my computer screen because if I'm looking directly in the middle, I can't see. It basically kills your peripheries. Wow. So if I want to look at the corner of my computer screen, I gotta do this. And then I gotta do this if I want to look at the bottom corner. And like, you know, I know people can't Hold see on. this. But like my head is just making like this. I'm looking like Stevie Wonder. If you can imagine Stevie Wonder, uh, which I'm glad point, you went, Steve. I mean, I think I'm glad you went, Steve. funny motherfucker. You <laughs> Stevie I'm like, Wonder's a musical genius
1: you could there's the uh, i mean the the other option now sadly michael j fox you could have gone with you know which i'm glad i don't know which one is more appropriate or you know i I think both are
0: to when he was singing of course of course i think we all know
1: and this is again we can't show you what what, so we have to describe it
0: but people you know so so that's wild really really so i've got these glasses on for a couple days at work and there's Glass glasses wearers, people that have done this for and my wife is one of them now. And she's like, Well, you know, it takes a few weeks. Remember, I had a headache and all this. And I'm like, Yeah, but you actually had like a real issue with your eyes, like you couldn't see at night. She was getting like those stars on the lights, those you know, the stigmatism where like the the lights a, would make like a stars.
1: Sure, dangerous situation potentially.
0: So so these lenses cost me um Okay. Sure. And my insurance is going to cover $19. (laughs) $19. $19. Wow. So, so the snake oil salesman has gotten me for $181 on these lenses. Insane. And I was here for an hour and 45 minutes and I was like, I gotta go. Like uh, I'll come back. uh, You know, when these lenses are ready, you know, and then I look at my insurance, and I'm like, "Hey, like my insurance says, like I should be paying like twenty five dollars for these things." And they're like, "Oh no, that's you know, blah blah blah." So you read the insurance thing, and it's like, "You shouldn't pay. You, know, you should pay your copay of twenty five dollars, and then this. Oh well, no, this this particular lens isn't covered, and you know all this all this shit, right?" Dude. So, so I get these lenses. You know, eighty one dollars lighter. Sure. A little bit, almost closer to the two hundred after the tax exactly. that, that you got to pay. So, so really, I'm thinking like, what? Why? Why do I even pay for this insurance every month? Right? It's like eight bucks a month or six bucks a month. But I'm thinking like, okay, six times twelve. Let's call it six on the low end, forty eight right. bucks. My well, premium didn't that. even cover. <laughs> my premium didn't even cover. Nineteen
1: beans didn't get to forty eight.
0: <laughs> right. So like, I could have just come out of pocket for 200 uh, on this right well you get ugh. a discount okay well, what were these lenses of custom that would come out of pocket right okay so so basically the insurance basically breaks me even right now i'm frustrated with these glasses right i can't see can't see like just looking at my my computer i can't see the upper corner when i'm looking at the bottom corner i I work on spreadsheets all day man like i'm I know, I know. like i'm you know i'm i'm working like laugh. i need and by just the funny way it's
1: to hear someone say i can't see because i got glasses you know I mean? like right, i've never heard way, you complain about seeing until you've gotten but, glasses
0: yeah so i work off of a macbook right so sure. macbook pro man i'm not like one of those people that has like a 32 inch monitor that they work off of i work off a laptop just a normal right so i feel like it should be i feel like i should be able to see the upper corner and the lower corner at the same time. And I, and I feel like I shouldn't have to look like Stevie Wonder to do it, right? Like, I should uh, be able to take mine and go like that and go like that. Like, I should be able to, out of the peripherals, look up, look down. I shouldn't be over here wobbing, bobbing my head back and forth, the ebony and ivory. Like, okay. I shouldn't be doing that. Okay? See, I
1: shouldn't,
0: shouldn't have to do that.
1: But, yes, so, I, that's so, wild. So,
0: get this. So, I get frustrated Friday and I take the glasses and I take them off and I go to Amazon and I oh. put 1.50 readers in the search bar, Uh-oh. $15. They send me six pair.
1: Oh no.
0: High definition. Wow. High definition. those works, look so, nice. works so much better. I got, I color coordinate. I'm like Marcus's dad. Those look Just, really got nice. The, got the mushroom belt with the, <laughs> the mushroom.
1: Exactly. You got, <laughs> you got the, to coordinate.
0: Exactly. To coordinate. You
1: it's important so, to coordinate.
0: So now these aren't the most co- The ones that that I had, I will admit, the frames that I had are more comfortable than these. Okay. But
1: the paid, investment, the money. I month. paid
0: roughly $3 a pair. So basically a $3 <laughs> pair of glasses and I can see phenomena. I see my spreadsheets. I see my Word docs, you know, all that stuff. So. Where's the problem here, right? Is it the optometrist? Because here's the other thing too: is like, and I've been on this kick for a while too. Like I, like the dentist. I feel like when you go to the dentist, it's a sales call. And I felt like when I went into this optometrist, and when you're in sales, you you understand sales tactics, right? And I'm sitting in here, and I'm like, this is a goddamn sales call. Like I'm getting sold, right? <laughs> but but you know what? Here's the thing: I'm trusting you, doctor, right? I'm trusting you. To tell me, but but when, when it boils down to it, it's a sales call.
1: It's the same. It's no different than when you were owning a business trying to get someone to ultimately spend a buck, right? And it's the same sure. tactics, yeah. the uh, same uh, ult-
0: okay. Hey, you want a shot of protein? Yeah, that shot of protein cost me 13 cents. I'm gonna you seventy-nine, right? It's so upsells. they're upselling. Correct. But the difference is the difference is is when you go to the doctor, you go into the doctor under the guise of you are going to you are going to help me. We right. just you talked were, about the Hippocratic Oath. We just talked
1: about it in school today. We talked about in ancient civilizations. Our guy Hippocrates was one of the first doctors, and that now, and I told him, I said every doctor that you deal with is supposed to again be a you know to take care of you and have your best interests at heart. That's literally what it is, well, and, and so it is an interesting scenario yeah, because so when you make it
0: for profit, like how are you really following the Hippocratic well, and, Oath in that scenario? And here's right. the other thing too: is that like. You know, most of the time they don't feel like they're really doing anything, right? Because they're assuming the doctor's not the person that's running my insurance, right? They're not they the don't. one running my insurance, right? They're in there going, oh, you know what? I'm helping this person because when I ran them through the little eye gadget, they said number two and number one and number three and number five. And you know what? And that well comes out too. And, and you know what? Well. I helped this guy. I just helped this guy get what he needed. And, you know, the thing is, is like I helped this guy and his insurance paid for it. Right, didn't didn't charge me. I didn't, you know that so when you're billing somebody the the ultimate end customer, and then you know what, if the end customer says, Well, I'm not gonna pay it, okay. Well, the secondary customer will pay it. Yeah, because when you go in, you say, Hey, my insurance don't cover this, I will pay you. But you go in under the guise of like, you know what, uh, I'm I'm gonna probably go in here, I pay for this insurance, I'm probably gonna get this this taken care of out of my insurance. So so I was telling uh, Derek Douglas the story. Derek's been on the show with us before. Yeah. I was telling right, him the yeah, story. Friend of the show. Him, friend of the show. And he's like, oh, yeah, this guy I work with, you know, for like he was going to this eye doctor for like 30 years. And this guy's putting him in this frame and this lens and upgrading this lens and all this. And the, the, the eye doctor died. Yeah. So he goes to another eye doctor and the guy's like, what are you here for? Just go down to Costco and get some readers at this. And he's like so pissed because all these years he had been spending all this money on these lenses and frames and you know all this stuff, and then really all he needed What's one point five zero reading glasses that you, know, you can get
1: on Amazon that for can, three beans. This you can get on
0: Amazon as a six pack for fifteen bucks, and and and, and what one you're of saying, them even comes with a case. Look, it comes with <laughs> a, a, these fancy cases, so you know the most expensive accessories yeah, the most stuff. expensive thing on these glasses trying to find trying to find the, the cases for them all
1: uh, that's a great point and, yeah. and and I think the interesting thing in what you're saying here is is and it goes back to your 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 greater point of this concept that it's a cell what you're saying there is is that because this man trusted the doctor and they are doctors you know and again that trust is what had him coming back every time. He liked that guy. We feel comfortable with our doctors, even when it's an eye doctor, uh, sure, right? I like, mean, once you meet him- It's like the him, dentist, right? Like, exactly, okay, yeah. Dentists. Hey, you wanna
0: you wanna put what your you- appointment for next six, six months? Yeah, go put me on a schedule for six months because I won't remember. Right. And are you shopping it, around too? This is
1: the other piece, right? Are you going down to the dentist next door and going, what do you charge for this? Okay, Dennis, I'm going to go down here and ask them, what do they charge for that? I mean, how many people ultimately really do that? They go to the same dentist they've gone to since they were young or whatever it is. They have a connection to that dentist. That dentist could tell them anything they
0: wanted. Yeah, they can two, literally tell them. The, it, sp- and it's, you know. it's also one of those things where you go twice a year, right? You go once a year. You know, you're like, you're like you know what? I got to go once a year. Uh, where did I go last year? Uh, do, <laughs> exactly. is that effort? I mean, I don't know what I'm doing is the effort of me finding where I'm going to go. Is that worth the trouble? You know, all that. So no, it's an, it's an uh, interesting
1: scenario. And I think yeah. that that so again, I, but so I again. just wanted
0: to, uh, I wanted to give you your flowers on that, that, oh. uh, I see some oh. of your perspective well, on, you. uh, on that and how that, uh, there, there is a bit of, and I don't blame the doctor. I don't blame the, you know, I, I I don't blame the insurance people because every case is is different. You know, I pro- here's the other thing too is I and and I I want to before we run out of time, I want to jump on that. I want to give you an update and our listeners an update on the committee that I told you I said I'm not about the fourth day. Got to talk of about that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, the four day school week and one of the the points that i made in that is that people are adaptable so i would have adapted to those glasses no doubt about it yep. but here's what here's what would have happened if i would have adapted to this glasses. i would have gotten used to it and then you know what would have happened you no know, one would have in my eyes they just become weaker and they become dependent on those glasses right so the next year when i go i really do need them <laughs> right because i become a dependent on it
1: I mean, there you go. So it's very kind of a vicious cycle kind of scenario. It's a self-fulfilling type yeah, thing. You know, right? and the other
0: thing, too, is like, you know, you go to the doctor. So uh, Annika hadn't been feeling well. Take her to the doctor. And this was why I had to leave, actually, there, because they kept me there an hour and 45 minutes. And I need to get home and get her to the doctor because she was, like, fever, coughing, you know, all that oh, stuff. Man. So we go to the doctor. She's in there. They uh, They test her for flu. They test her for strep. They test her for COVID, give her some breathing treatment. None of that stuff comes back positive. So they're just like, eh, fuck it, here's some antibiotic. Wow. Like basically, they just give her some antibiotic. So, you know, like our medicine is based off of, oh, fuck it, here's some antibiotic, right? Here's some medicine. Go take these pills and it'll make you feel better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, like, so here's the funny thing. Uh, they put her on amoxicillin. Go to amoxicillin. Okay. Hey, uh, is, is this ready? Is This ready. No, it's not ready. No, it's not ready. Oh, hi. This is so and so from this pharmacy. Um, hey, the is on a nationwide back order. We're gonna have to put. We're gonna have to put you on something else. Excellent. So then they put her on something else, right? And they give her this like horse pill. Okay, here you got an eight-year-old girl with a pill, you know, about an inch. <laughs> you know, like Good she Lord. can take the pill. Like so, then you call back and like, hey, okay, can you put us on this other thing? Or can we get something else? Cause eight-year-old and I'm gonna take this pill. So that's on back order. And then the next thing's on back order. And we're just like, you know what? Forget it. Well, guess what? About a week later, she's doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. So all this takes time, right? All these take, you know, these and, and by the way, we figured out Friday at six o'clock that 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 it was on back order. So, if we wanted a, a new drug, we were going to have to pay fifteen dollars to talk to somebody because it was a Saturday. So doctors <clears> charge you fifteen dollars to talk to somebody on the weekend. Now, had we had we gone in on a Wednesday and figured out the drug was on a back order on a Thursday, I wouldn't have paid anybody fifteen dollars, right? So, right. So you know, it's this. It's a system of I'm going to put you on. We're going to put you on drugs, and you know, uh, it, that'll probably take care of it
1: right i think that so, that's that's 100 percent accurate right 100 percent accurate and i think that that's that's why i you know i think a lot of people i think i also have a tendency to that's i fall to that probably too often is that my worry is that to start any kind of any kind of thing like that i'm not a i don't enjoy taking medicine at all and that's always my worry is my dependency for it you know knowing we were just talking about twitter part of my twitter you know thing is that it's a it's purely an addiction you know it's it's very much a so when you have an addictive you know maybe personality yeah things like starting like say hey i'm having trouble sleeping i want to take this pill well that's a slippery slope you know yeah. what i mean because you are there's it becomes, a dependency
0: right I, I need to take this pill i need
1: to. And take then this a bigger pill I need,
0: you know a stronger what? one <laughs> I, you know what i when i started i could take it one pill every three days <laughs> Yeah, and I was, you know what, one every other day, one a yep. day, yep. dot dot dot. I need twelve of these <laughs> to exactly. sleep, right? And honestly, so,
1: and when you look at the, you know, now with the pain pill situation and the opioids became such a thing, and that's like 100%. was the problem? Is you had doctors and some probably unknowingly, and some not caring at all, and they have a level of negligence that are just prescribing insane amounts of of pills to people whoa. and.
0: You know, we we sit here and we we watch TV knitted. and and you see these commercials, right? And it's like, uh, do you have a rash? Here's a medicine that will take care of this rash. Okay, side effects include <laughs> cancer, <laughs> lymphoma, diarrhea, AIDS, <laughs> you know, like, all these other things. You, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you will lose all your hair. Uh, you will die. Uh, but yeah. hey, but hey, guess but no what? No rash after you die. Ain't gonna be a rash on your on your arm while you're in the casket. Correct. You won't have the rash on your arm while you're in the casket. So, and hey people will say that's look a dub, right? There. Made him that look is great. a dub, <laughs> right?
1: Exactly. Because when I'm
0: in my casket, I want people to go, "Damn, look how good he looks."
1: Yeah, exactly. They really <laughs> did a nice job.
0: You know. Remember when he was alive and he had all those zits and that the rash.
1: Yeah, that was terrible. (laughs) Those rashes, but man, that rash is
0: cleared up, but hey, he's dead. Look at him smiling. He's (laughs) smiling in there. (laughs) Look how white his teeth are, man. That doctor that dentist must have got him into some teeth whitening. And man, his teeth are straight. They must have put Invisalign on them things before he died.
1: Exactly. And I (laughs) mean that's we're laughing and we're having fun with it, but it is really a a tragic situation. I mean, and 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 we really ultimately like have to we have have to do something and i think that there's a middle ground and in some ways you know and i don't think obamacare you know obviously has its faults and, and has its issues and i think probably anything that i would be you know promoting or wanting which is definitely more extreme than an obamacare or at least more you know much more nationalized and things like that like that has its problems too of course you know so i don't know that there's ever like there's not a perfect way, but what we're doing is not not okay, and well, we've got to figure out. We got to do better.
0: I, you know, I also too. I, uh, my thing is is I think that a lot of the illness and stuff like that that as a society we're facing is the food source. The ah. cheap the cheap food is not. We're not really eating food like the cheap food, mass produced, stripped of nutrients, packaged nice, real great, great marketing. But you know that you're not really consuming food. You're not yeah. contri- you're not getting essential amino's, essential fats. You're getting right. non-essential carbs and non-essential sugars that your body's not fueling correctly, and so it leads to um, achy, I'm sore, I'm inflamed, I can't sleep, I need i'm sick oh i'm sick i need drugs let me get these drugs and more inflammation more you know no, all this point. stuff so oh exactly <laughs> all right it's my stuff running run, running low on time so yeah uh, anyway uh i gotta hear about this four-day school pair or check pair check amazon check amazon before you go to the doctor apparently it's gonna be the two c's medical advice especially Here the eye go. doctor uh, so
1: WebMD M- Web and Amazon—that is yes. should be yeah. your insurance plan, <laughs> your medical
0: plan. Is so I, uh, you know, I, I told you a while ago uh, when we had Ross on that yeah. I was sitting on this. Uh, it's called the Fifth Day Committee. The Independent School District, the city in which uh, yeah. I live, the school district yeah. is looking at a four-day school week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to be very, very careful about what I say here yeah. uh, because I, I want to. I guess what I want to couch this with is that I have a very open mind about this, and I have a, a very. Um, I like I like you. what You, uh, you do know, have that's. The I have an basis open mind show. about it. I think you do and, have an open mind, but, but there in were general. some things as I sat in that committee that were scary to me as an outsider, not in the school district, not. So the committee I sat on was a. Uh, at the stakeholder committee. right? Go. so Stakeholder. Love that buzzword. We got, we got buzzword. Uh, admin. We got, we got principals. We got teachers. We got students. We got parents. I sat on as a parent. I thought I was there because I was part of the chain gang on Friday nights for <laughs> pulling the first down markers. Apparently, I was there because I'm a parent, huh. uh, which is not the capacity that I felt like I really could add as much could value. Representing yeah, sure. the chain gang is really more <laughs> how I identified, but apparently, right. they wanted my input as a, family, as a parent weird. So there's school board members on there, you know, and stuff like that. so of course I will, uh, this is all my perception from sitting in and listening to the conversations, contributing to the conversation. Um, you know, and the one thing that I will say about this and I will, uh, and I don't care if it's a four day school week, a five day school week, a seven day school week, a year long school, two day school week, whatever it is, I don't care what it is. Uh, the, the feedback that I gave to the, um, the lady that was facilitating the sessions, as I said, it doesn't matter how good the idea is. It doesn't matter how bad the idea is. The only thing that matters is how you execute it. Kaboom. This world is littered with great ideas, poorly executed. Yeah. And this world has celebrated so many terrible ideas that were executed perfectly. Mm-hmm. you know that we're not going to get through a two C's without using a football analogy. Of course. Fourth and one at your 48 yard line. If you get it, you are a genius. If you don't, you are a fucking idiot. Yeah. No. Right. You get, get it. Ball game's over. Great you, call. Got it. Oh right. man. Balls of steel. Look at this guy. Right. We go, let's right. go back to Andy Reid and the Cleveland game. Okay. can In, 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 in and the playoffs. Right. Chad, any right. fourth and one. Oh, they're going to pull them offside. You know, all this right. Stuff. They're not going to run a it. play. Yeah, goes for it, fourth down, c- completion, Tyreek reads Reed's a genius. Uh, or your Mike you McCarthy. It.
1: Or your Mike McCarthy, who and every so, choice he's ever made in a football game has gone terribly.
0: Right. And yeah, he's or, treated as an idiot. Or, you know, <laughs> Henny rolls out, throws a perfect pass, bounces off Tyrese. A million Shoulder things pass. could have gone wrong. You, Cleveland I'd be goes down Reed. Wind. We all would have been you, pissed at Reed. You, oh, that, punt the ball, make him drive the field, you know. So yeah. that's my, my take on it is that, it's a good play whether or bad play, love, depending on what happens. Whether like you the, love the, the idea, whether you hate the idea, how it is executed is all that anybody will ever remember. Nobody's ever going to remember that hey, so and so, this was a great idea, and boy, they shit the bed. You know, they're going to remember they shit the bed when they tried to tried to put it into plan. Right. But here's the thing that was uh, here's to me when I when I sit back again, neutral observer. I'm not. I guess you can say I'm a stakeholder in the school district because my wife is an employee of the school district and does yeah. draw her paycheck from the school district. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just I have gotten I don't know if jaded's a word cynical whatever but I when people say we're doing this as an employee retention strategy mm-hmm. and then you hear all of these things. You know, I worked as a consultant, and I did organizational design and organizational improvement and organizational, all this stuff, right? Yeah. Here's the two things you have to get right for an organizational retention and recruitment, and everything else is just bullshit. Two things, two Cs. Hey, hey, two C's. Look you at that. You planned that. Don't act like that was a surprise. No, nope, don't act like this. Whole, these whole three years Matt, have led to this moment right oh, here where I can exactly. drop two C's. <laughs> the two C's are cash and culture. Hell. Nobody ever leaves a job because you know what? I am out of here because I am making too much money and they treat me too well. <laughs> Fuck this place! I'm gone. Right? No, nobody feel could. right. <laughs> you know, look. Here's don't even here. feel like work. It's uh, you know what? Right. I'm just making a little bit too much money here. I don't feel right making this much money. And you know what? My, I am treated so well, and I enjoy coming to work. I, 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 I can't, can't do, do it, it anymore. Can't I'm do out. it. I'm can't out. do it. Right? Yes. No. So I'm, people I'm, are either going to leave their job because you know what? And here's. Here's the other thing, too, is like, you know, some of the people talked about, well, teachers are leaving in droves because they see so-and-so as a call center and they're working from home. Okay, well, here's the other thing. Here's the fact of the matter is, is this generation, our generation, the generation that follows us is even worse about it. The generation following them is even worse about it. We are not our parents' generation. When my dad signed his new hire paperwork, he could have just post-dated it 30 years and signed his retirement paperwork. Mm -hmm. People stayed in jobs. what does not happen today is people do not stay in jobs. Mm -hmm. People do not stay at a a company for 30 years. It is very uncommon, right? Either company's going to ask you to leave. You're not going to feel appreciated. You're going to plateau. You're going to find something else. You're going to get recruited, right? So all this turnover, right? Somebody's going to leave. Hey, you know what, Andy? um, Hey, you know, we could use a guy like you over here at XYZ Company. And hey, oh. by the way, man. Um, look, Deanna gets fifteen 30%. emails from LinkedIn.
1: LinkedIn's a thing, right? Yeah. I mean, people just hit you up on LinkedIn. Hey, Deanna, companies. are you looking?
0: You know, uh, XYZ right. company. You know, will you know twenty percent pay raise. And exactly. Pay, oh, you, you got to go work, the from office home, every day. Work, from work from home. Definitely work from home. Yeah. Uh, remote position. Mm-hmm. Um, bonuses. LinkedIn, bonuses. You know? Exactly. So yeah. so people leave. Right. So this Why isn't it? a. This isn't. This, no, that's This is confined to the teaching industry and the no, teaching profession. Good point. Now, these, wow. these people point. are tasked – now, uh, 100% these people that – and by the way, when I say these people, I'm not <laughs> – <Good laughs> these point. people. Jeez, we're really uh, the, on the line today. 100% <laughs> these people that are tasked with solving this problem, sure. they have to solve it for their business, and their business is the school district. So they are 100% justified and 100% – Right to to right. solve this problem
1: for they need them. to figure it out. It's, it's it's a it's a it's an <laughs> optics thing as well. I mean, it now just looks ugly exactly too. to that point.
0: Okay, so as I sit in here in this meeting, and there was a few school board members that sat in here. Mm. I I am an observer of people, yeah. and whenever anyone would bring up an objection to the 4 day school week. You could bet the next week they were going to have an objection handling. Somebody brought up like, "Hey, you're going to you're going to dump 14,000 kids out onto the streets. How do the police feel?" Right. Well, you know, in this one next week, you know, somebody brought up last week and you know this the police chief in this one city was a very staunch opponent of this and now he's the biggest proponent. He loves it. Right? right. So so we're going to objection handle that. So, here's what I would tell you. When somebody wants to do something, when a school district evaluates whether they want to do something, they don't spend the time, the money, they don't pull committees together and not do it. (laughs) Right, right. Right. So, you know, you and I do not say, hey, Matt, um, you know, let's evaluate going out to dinner. No, we go to dinner,
1: right? We go eat the food. We eat the food. We, right. We don't, we don't go, well, do we want to eat today? Let's weigh the pros and cons here. No, no, we actually don't want to eat a dinner today. Right. No, that's, you know, we should,
0: we should probably decide which restaurant is going to get our dinner when both of us know damn good and well, where we're going to go. But we feel like we have to have optics of, you know, what we should we should pull a committee together and get stakeholders on, and we should get a 360 view of where we should go to dinner. And then, by the way, uh, oh yeah, shockingly, we ended up where we were going to go anyway, go right? Anyway, and you know, the stakeholders really thought that we should go for stake,
1: right? Exactly. <laughs> so, they felt like we should hold stakes right now. So, These are ultimately, it's kind of like a trial balloon, what you might call it in like politics, right? Where the idea is, is that. Now with a trial balloon, I think the the concept is right. Like you're saying, you trial balloon and then you, the idea is if it is met with staunch, staunch opposition, then you pop that balloon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't do it. And I think what you're mm-hmm. saying is, is that it's kind of sold as this trial balloon. It's sold as this like, let's hear what, again, stakeholders and even the folks who are objecting to what we ultimately want to do, let's hear what they have to say but we have no, no intentions in any way of either of changing our direction any any anyway, And you I know. do think people wanna be heard. I mean, the concept and the, the, the idea behind it is that you let people voice their objections and ultimately that's better, I guess, than unilaterally and not listening to people on that other side of things. But it also is disingenuous when you, and it's a waste of people's time, right. even and if you, especially in some ways on your end of it, because you ultimately are sympathetic to their side and are probably saying, yeah, okay, that makes sense to me, I'm fine. But now I, I'm i kind of part of the show too here, right? Because I'm your yes man, well, and we're gonna pretend, you know.
0: Like, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, right. um, you know, and, and here's the, the point also that I wanna make, and I, I made this in the committee, um, because I did raise a lot of objections and I did raise a lot of thoughts and concerns. And, you know, some of the things that, you know, I look at the the data that they present and it's uh, you know, 52% of students say they're going to go get a part-time job. And, you know, one of the things that I said is like, listen, you know, the four tens model really works in a factory. The four day, you know, here's, here's how it works. It really works in a retail environment, right? Where Matt, you're going to work, uh, Monday, Tuesday have Wednesday off, work, Thursday, Friday, have Saturday, Sunday off, right? And I'm gonna work. I'm gonna have Sunday, Monday. I'm gonna work Tuesday, Wednesday, have Thursday off, work, Friday, Saturday, right? We still have coverage. And I said, look, I, I used to work a four tens and I love my Wednesdays because man, I could go play golf. I could go to the grocery store and not have to fight anybody. Like, you yeah. know. Physically, but you know, sometimes you do, but you know, I'm like, man, (laughs) my biggest distraction at the grocery store when I would go on a Wednesday was you know, maybe I had to help somebody get something down. Maybe, you know, one of the nice old ladies that was there also. Because this
1: is a work day for most people where this is a day off for you. I wasn't fighting
0: to get into the doctor, I wasn't. But now we're going to flood the market with 14,000 people plus employees. And then, oh, by the way, you're going to try to have something for the kids. Oh, we're going to have activities for the kids. You know, and I, as I'm sitting here, like listening to the things, and, oh, we'll have credit makeup and we'll have this and this and this. And it's like, so you're going to basically pull the teachers back in for the fifth day. And if it's genuinely going to be optional, there's nothing that's ever optional when you're an employee. Thank you. Matt, yes, Matt, Matt I, look, I know you worked last Monday, but nobody else can do it. Can you? Can you do it? Okay. Now you're guilted into doing it. Right. Exactly. And, and that's going make... to pay, need you to be a team player. Right. I need... did it my whole life. Whether we it's... need somebody to do this. Can, right. can you do it, Matt? Can you,
1: you know, and, hey, gosh,
0: uh... you're going to get paid to do, do this. Right, right, and you're
1: so so. It is, and of course you can say no, but it's your livelihood, and you also, of course, know that that with that manager, that boss, at some point is evaluating you, and is at some point in control of that job for you, right? So you know that may not be cause, right, to to fire someone if you're asking them to work extra from what you you know the contract has been, but I can now find cause if
0: I want to. It's a tiebreaker. Right? Exactly. It's a tiebreaker, right? Good. Like, Absolutely. You know, and here's the other thing too, is that they're, to me, the biggest, the biggest argument against, and, and I struggle to actually find an argument for. Yeah. Because the argument against is whether you like it or not, the school district is part of our society and how our society was made up is a Monday through Friday, eight to five work day, right? So, we're expecting that our kids are in school from the time we go to work till kind of around we get. And then, you know, if we got to get some stuff on the the tail end there. Right Now, they're cool with taking care of, hey, we'll take care of the employees that come into work. We'll get them free, free daycare. Well, what about that single mom that, you know, is making 17 bucks an hour and she's got a six-year-old and a four-year-old. Dude. And now, what you're going to do is on a Friday. What's she going to do, right? Because good luck getting. Guess guess who else is guess who else is constrained on employees, daycares, daycares and childcare. And care. guess who else doesn't do a one day. You don't get to do a one day daycare. Remember when your kids were in daycare? You don't get to do yeah, it one day. It don't work that way. Hey, and it's kid it was a it's. Hey, it's Thanksgiving, you know, kids. It's also uh, yeah, incredibly expensive. Days. It's insanely
1: yeah. expensive, so, like a little, literally just out of control expensive. Even on like the cheaper ends, if you go through like public services or things like you know, like when like Piper went to preschool, Tanner went to preschool through the school, right? It was incredibly expensive, and it was, and yes, those things are often income controlled, but. Believe me, we made just enough money, right, to not get enough help. But yeah, It
0: becomes a math issue, right? But, but so, right, say but, that I made- we didn't. I'll, I'll
1: just say again, like we were making lifestyle choices based on the fact that we were waiting for our children to be out of daycare. We did not move from where we were, which we, you know, probably, you know, we desperately kind of needed to. We were had outgrown it, and we didn't really want to be there but until we were able to get both children into public schooling without paying for it we couldn't afford to do it you know i mean it just didn't make sense for us to do it and so. so
0: now so now you're looking at let's say i'm just going to throw math out let's say you make 250 you clear 250 dollars a day at yeah. your job right and let's say that you put two kids into a single day daycare and they charge you 200 bucks right correct that hopefully There's that's money you just right. You, you're losing money, like Correct. as a as a, and so then you're like, well, um, okay, why? Well so. But here's the other thing too: is like I said, people are adaptable, right? Are there going to be droves of people leaving the city? Fuck this place! I'm out of here. I'm moving. Right? Not going right, to happen. No, right? No. Is there going to be droves? Like you know, and that, people will uh, figure it out again. Sure. It just people seems will like a hardship that
1: could be again, handled with other things and going back to your concept, right, of cash and culture, two C's, right, that none of what you're doing ultimately solves either one of those problems, (laughs) either one of those problems. Now, if you want to call it a cultural shift for teachers in retention in the concept that they will have this one extra day to do things or, or they're off period, I mean, I guess that that's a cultural change but not a well but but not a real cultural change that's like again those those if those four days are those four 10-hour days are hell those four days are still haven't changed ultimately what that looks like i don't i don't think anybody's going to sign up for that either and it's not going to retain well, and, people right know, the States. thing is
0: is like the one the one that i i worry about the most would be like those elementary school teachers because i think high school kids can and I, I need to, you know, I, I don't want to go too long on this and it yeah. might be something that we Sorry. revisit. But the, the thing that I heard in that meeting, one of the school board members utter, that was the most scare the scariest thing that I've heard. Right. Just said you were and, um, I said, hey, have you guys considered maybe, you know, having the kids go to school five days and doing some sort of rotation with the teachers? Maybe give the teachers, I don't know, either a rotating a scheduled day off. I'll use an NBA. Let me use an NBA term that I despise and hate. How about some load management for the teacher? Exactly. Right? Thank hey, you. Why don't, why don't we just say, you know what, Mr. Campbell, um every the third Wednesday of every month you, you get off. Love that. You just get off. You're going to plan around it. but You get that third Wednesday off. Like let's just, you know, give give the teachers, I don't know what you get, 10, 15 personal days, double it. Yeah. Double it. And, and but I like a, this I, concept of like it's, it's scheduled. Scheduled right? scheduled, scheduled like, in.
1: I don't have to take lo- it right. I just load manage it. Right. Love it. That, love it. You know, yes. Hey, we're gonna a we're plus. just gonna load
0: manage it. And the school board member is like, Oh, well, boy, that would be such a difficult conversation to have with the, the children to let them know that the teachers only have to go four days, but they have to go five. Like that somebody has to advocate for the students, and it's like, hold on, bro. Um when I work Wednesday, June seventeenth, my kids aren't. I'm not justifying <laughs> to my kids that Daddy got to go to work while they're enjoying. The I'm pool, not going to work, kids. Zoo. You know what, kids? This is bullshit. You got these next twelve weeks off. I'm taking and, them off too. And, and you know what? I'm just going to take it too. <laughs> like, just to, you know what? Here's the thing. You know what, my kids will do? I, that's like asking the kid, "Hey, where you want for dinner?" Uh, I'll take Cheetos, ice cream, exactly and M&M's. dude. No, right? bro. You don't get Cheetos. You know, at some point the adults have to be the adults.
1: Like And I promise you, here's what I would also tell you. If again, if it's a it's a cultural thing, if if you get, I promise you that if you get happier, not pissed off, more ready to work and and ready to just accept the jobs that we're doing and working teachers those kids are, are going to probably feel it or re- they will feel it they may not realize it but oh. they will get a better teacher they will get a better person a better you know a a, a better experience and again they're not going to even notice that concept of like who's here or who's not right. they don't care who's in
0: front of them they care that Believe me, I wish they did. They well, and do like, not. The, the, kids need, the kids need the mental breaks, too. Of course they do. Oh, and I'm okay
1: God. with that. Listen, make that Wednesday or make whatever extra day that is. I'm absolutely fine with making that a off day when we come in. Because the piece that we got to remember, and I think that, and I know we're getting close here on time, but I just, that's the worry I have. The two worries. The safety of these children who are in not blessed like ours. That are are going to be in unsafe situations more than just and just 24 hours or whatever it is eight hours of, of one week is a lot for that i would just say that's one two is yes those parents who desperately because our society and system has set it up this way they need that free daycare when that child turns five years old or six to then kind of pursue their own career goals and things like that and, or just life in general, just be able to work in whatever they're doing. And if we take that away from them one day, then we're also then gonna have to start asking, like if you work and the problem is it's kind of pick and choose, right? So if I work in, uh, you know, Overland Park, they don't care that my kid is in independence and he he gets four. So sorry, I can't work Friday because uh, my kid's in independence and right. I got to be home. Like,
0: why would they care? Well, and I, you know, I know they put it under as the guise of, hey, this is an employee retention issue. <laughs> but here's a, I mean, the thing is, and this is where I say, you know, me being cynical, skeptical, I don't think there's any cost savings to the district. As a matter of fact, I bet it probably, they probably yeah, spend more. Really? Um, okay. I do. I think that they're going to spend more. Because of that, that extra to day. Do it. Of, because of, of that. Now you've got that extra day, but now you got to pay people to come in. To come in. Daycare and type scenario. Do right. this daycare that now you got these kids that it's, you know. And they'll demand
1: more probably money than teachers will. Those yeah. private or people, if you pay for <clears throat> them, because so they have to go ahead.
0: I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, there's always an ulterior motive. And I think that I just feel like when all the superintendents in this little suburb region that we live in got together, one of them, they all want to do it. And they right. said, how about you do it? You go first. <laughs> they drew right? straws. They drew straws. This, always guy get the this guy gets to go first. This guy gets to go first. Right. Right. So this guy gets to, because the thing is, is like, um, you know, I guess it's one of those things where just because you can't afford to do it doesn't mean you should.
1: There you go, dude. And and as a yeah. person and as a teacher, okay. So again, I'm a teacher. I'm a parent stakeholder, right? F- fancy word. Um, I, I don't. I can't morally be okay with it. I, I now I'll do what they tell me to do. If if next year Raytown says, "Hey, we're going four days a week. You well, get this yeah. fifth day off. You get this thing." I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do the job, you know. But what I will say is, and if they ever ask me. I'm going to have to still side with the kids and with our jobs and with, well, you know, like, I just, you yeah. You know, look,
0: I, here, here's the thing, man. And, I, you know, I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to put you on the spot. I'm not going to make you publicly say it. But I also, and this goes back to two Cs. Two Cs. Cultures, right? culture, baby. I think you have happier teachers when they don't have to deal with the bullshit. And okay. I think that there's a lot of bullshit that gets lumped onto them in the form of admin work and the form of you know whatever all this other stuff that is not teaching kids There you go. right so like there's this lady at the gym she's a substitute school teacher not in the district that i'm in and i was talking to her about it and she's like listen i took a part-time job at one of those mall places yeah. and she's like and i make more per hour there And I don't have to worry about getting spit on, and I don't have to worry about a punch getting thrown that lands right through by the side of my face. I don't have to worry about, you know, when kids do that, that it's just a hey, go back in there and apologize, right? No, no real consequences or repercussions for your actions, you know, and so it's it's like, um, so you the teachers get it from that end, and then they get the parents. Well, you know, obviously Johnny threw a punch that landed next to He didn't hit. it didn't connect. So I don't understand why he's getting. <laughs> right, right, right. He wasn't right. trying to hit the teacher. He was trying to hit this other kid. Yeah. But, you know, he's real sorry that he hit the teacher. Yeah, so, he's you know, I don't Sorry? Like, what are
1: we suspending him for? Come I on, come on. Why is he, is why why he suspended?
0: You know, like, right. what this, why was that teacher so close to, <laughs> to be able to get hit? Right? Like, <laughs> right. what's up with that teacher? Not, you know, they should know <laughs> better. They get the their beginning. face out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> So it's it's one of those things where they get it from well you know Mr. Smith you're you're 100 right she shouldn't have put her face in there <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> right exactly because they're so also kind of litigiously scared yeah, of getting sued sure right.
0: and so like it's it, it's one of those things where as as odd as it is th- there's like this customer it's like they feel like they got to to have this customer relationship right like as a school district I have a, I have to have a customer well guess what man in order for me to not be your customer, here's what I got to do. I got to move. Now, can I move? Sure. Good. You know, I could do
1: exactly. that. Exactly, man. This isn't run like a business. This isn't this done. relational. It's not a transactional thing like we ultimately kind of see. And listen, that's the trend in these classrooms too. Believe me, everything is about relationship. And here's the thing. I am not an, a, a complete butthole. I understand that being a a relatable and decent human being in these children's lives is important and the more we know about them and the more they connect about with them is important but ultimately they we are the teacher and they are the student that that kind of that is not a that is not a a boat that we are in where we are equally sharing responsibilities and we are equal that's not how it works i'm the captain you are the whatever you would call it that shipmate (laughs) that does what i say and right. that's how it works and again like i am all for again making school as as like we can have it closer to both ways like we think we can and we really can we can be better people we can treat them decently we can treat them like human beings but also hold them accountable also kind of not over correct to the point that ultimately they're running the show well, and, and that's that's we know that's always bad,
0: and they're they're in lies, and this is what we'll close with because yeah, geez, my, here we go. my family has uh, my family has left and went to dinner without me.
1: Oh no, <laughs> mine is currently probably eating it. Um, so I'm sorry, but you
0: know, we got on a roll. That's what we do. Um, yeah, you know, important any, work here. And people that you know the, the the day one two C's listeners know that whenever we say you know as we're wrapping up here, we got a good 45 minutes to go.
1: Oh, that's just the beginning. <laughs> that's like the intro.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We should welcome to Two C's with a Pod now. As we wrapping up here, (laughs)
1: exactly, and then go for at least another hour. uh,
0: You know that and therein lies the issue, man. Like what you're talking about goes exactly to the culture thing of that teachers are not allowed to establish and maintain a line. You are not established to main allowed to establish and maintain a boundary, and developing kids, players. You know this. A, I'm a players coach. Guess what a player's coach has accountability and lines, right? One hundred percent. And if you cross those lines, guess what you don't get? You don't get to be on the team. And the thing is, is that so it doesn't matter if you go to one, two, three, six, seven, all year round school. Again, you keep saying that. That's (laughs) careful. If you don't allow the teachers. If you don't allow the teachers to draw the draw them lines, maintain a line within reason, of course. You know, I'm not yes. saying that we're not beating anyone. You know? We're not yeah. spanking anyone. Even I but don't want to hit no If one. you if you got a, a a line and people are held accountable for crossing that line, because here's what kids will do: kids will t- they will test that line. You're kidding. They will test that boundary, and if yes. that boundary keeps getting moved further back, they're just going to keep going with it until they're like, "So hold on, man, I can I can just like." I can kill somebody. And, you know, it's like, I mean, it's like you know what would Donald Trump say? I could shoot somebody right in, the middle, in the middle of, of the Times Square. And I'll still, people and I'll still vote for me, and, like, and he proved that wrong. very true. And <laughs> he didn't shoot anybody. Max, <laughs> no, he, okay, he didn't Fred. shoot anybody in the middle of Times Square. As far as square. we know, no, it was just... three blocks away. <laughs>
1: exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> you shoot people in Times Square, dude. Come on. It's, no, you gotta no go one does
1: go, that anymore. It's very touristy there. Yeah, you got to go, go into the real. You
0: got to three to five blocks off. Exactly. So anyway, man, that's um, that's my report. This was a great I, don't know show. If I, really, I don't know if I gave a report. and You killed it. You know, again, man, like I am so open-minded about this that, you know, like, look. Just like do it said, right. Pe- people like will said, adapt. Great point. People will adapt, and really, all you got to do, you just got to execute it right. Boom. Love and that. And that's, for me, the district that I live in, what I'll say is that the people that generally don't go first, do not execute it as well mm. as <laughs> the people that get to go second, third, fourth, and fifth, right? Like those Imagine people that. get to really learn, but you do have a first mover advantage. But you know, again, it's one of those things where I think by the calendar, it's maybe an extra 15 days off for the teachers. And so like, when you look at like, okay, this extra 15 days off, but you're going to ex- expand these people their work day by 45 minutes on each of the four days that they're there. Are you really giving them, and, and then like you're going to have them do their PD and then mandatory work days. So they're still going to get their contract hours, right. but we're just going to do it in a condensed time. And I don't know if education is one of those things that a condensed time is really the, the best approach. Because like also if you think about high school, okay, we're going to extend the seven periods by 45 minutes. Okay, so it's approximately six and a half minutes per so here's right. what's going to happen the lesson's now going to take 35 minutes and now you're going to get uh, 15 minutes to work on it as opposed to 9 minutes to work correct. on it correct so 100% accurate what's you're the not getting you're, no. you're not getting you're really not gaining um no, you know, I mean not I mean, any real
1: instruction time or real yeah, life. no, it's just yeah, like extra time in the classroom, which ultimately, like you said, it goes back to that implementation. If you're executing in your classroom well, then it's not wasted time. But and but also understand that there's unavoidable wasted time. And so just adding time to the day, oftentimes it doesn't add more work, it just adds more wasted time. Right yeah. to be you honest. Just
0: become less efficient. And you right. Don't... Exactly. Hey, I got more time now. We got the <laughs> yeah. long
1: day today. So yeah. we'll hey, just take right. our we got, time. We got you we'll for do the same same stuff we did on the short yeah. day.
0: Right. Instead of having you for 42 minutes, I got you for 50. So um, yeah, hey, yeah guys, big take Big day your, today. Take, take it easy. Your, take your time getting uh dropping <laughs> your bags <laughs> yeah. and yeah, just hey, anybody needs something to eat? Right. Bathroom break. Uh, yeah, whatever 100%. you need. <laughs> Smoke break <laughs> in high school, whatever. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, good good run today. This is fun. Um so appreciate you appreciate yeah. you letting uh, me hopefully new um, oh and hopefully you get dinner. Yeah, I'll get I'll get dinner. Good. I, I got a credit Bring card to back. go buy that stuff and everything. Hey, there you go. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you next week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.